Thanks for listening. This is Brian Hurley from Business Performance Improvement. The podcast, Lean Six Sigma Bursts, are short lessons, comments, Q&A, and insights. If you have a question, send your question through the Anchor app, and we might feature you on a future episode. Or contact me at biz-pi.com. Today, I'd like to talk about a concept called the Gucci loss function. This is something that I come across quite a bit when I go through Six Sigma training. And the idea is that we can't just rely on specification limits to determine quality. We have to look at what's the optimal or perfect performance, and we should be striving to achieve that, not just being satisfied of being within spec limits. So let me read through a little summary I wrote up, and uh, I'll link to this as well, where you can see some of the graphics that I'll explain. The Taguchi loss function was developed by Janichi Taguchi. It is a graphical representation of how an increase in variation within spec limits can still lead to an exponential increase in customer dissatisfaction. The common thinking around specification limits is that the customer is satisfied as long as the variation stays within the spec limits. If the variation exceeds the limits, then the customer immediately feels dissatisfied. The specification limits divide satisfaction from dissatisfaction. For example, if you have a lower limit of 10 and upper limit of 20, then a measurement of 19.9 will lead to customer satisfaction because it's in spec, while a measurement of 20.1, which is just slightly higher, will lead to customer dissatisfaction. Very black and white. However, Taguchi states that any variation away from the nominal or target performance will begin to incur customer dissatisfaction. So as the variation increases, the customer will gradually or exponentially become more dissatisfied. So in the previous example, if the measurement is 19.9, the customer will be dissatisfied more than a measurement of 19.8. If the measurement is 20.1, the customer will be slightly more dissatisfied than the measurement of 19.9. Whereas traditionally, we thought that the customer was satisfied at 19.9 and then dissatisfied at 20.1. So Taguchi states that the specification limits do not cleanly separate satisfaction levels for the customer. Any variation away from the nominal, in this case, a value of 15, will start to incur customer dissatisfaction. The quality does not suddenly plummet once the limits are exceeded. Rather, it is a gradual degradation as the measurements get closer to the limits. The goal of a company should be to achieve the target performance with minimal variation around that target that will minimize the customer dissatisfaction. A real life example might be looking at the quality of food compared to expiration dates. If you purchase an orange at the supermarket, there is a certain date that it's ideal to eat it. That would be the target date. There will also be limits for when to eat the orange within maybe three days of the target date. So if we looked at day two through day eight, so I've got a diagram here that has day one and day nine with different levels of ripeness for the orange. Day two would imply that it's edible, and day eight would also imply it's edible, but not ideally. Probably day five looks like it would be the most perfect time to eat it. So in this example, then day five would represent the target date when you would eat the orange to maximize the taste and satisfaction. So if you purchase the orange on day one, and if you eat the orange, you will be dissatisfied as it's not quite ready to eat. It's a little green in the picture. This would fall below the lower limit On day three, it would be acceptable to eat according to the specification limits that it's past day two, but you're still dissatisfied because it doesn't taste as good as if you're eating it on the target date. 
So if you waited till day five, you will be satisfied because it is eaten on the ideal date. And if you wait until day seven, you will be slightly dissatisfied because it's one day past the ideal date, but it'll still be within the limits provided by the supermarket. And if you wait until day nine, you will be very dissatisfied as it will be too far past the ideal date. So you are slightly dissatisfied from day two through day four, and then from day six through day eight, even though technically you are within the limits provided by the supermarket. The least amount of dissatisfaction would occur on the target date, day five, and each day removed from the target date would incur slightly more dissatisfaction. So contrary to most discussions around specification limits, you are not completely satisfied from days two through eight, and then you're only dissatisfied on day one or day nine. This discussion usually creates a lot of confusion, but also excitement for people to understand that spec limits are helpful but they're not the full story. And I usually bring up an example that says, when you have suppliers that provide you information or materials, do you notice that sometimes they fluctuate and sometimes they're on the high end of the spec and other times they're on the low end of the spec, but technically it's acceptable so you can't really do anything about it, but you feel that variability and you feel that sometimes these work better than other times. So what we wanna do is focus on what is the target or ideal performance and let's, let's try to hit that. So just like in Lean, we are striving for perfection. And if we miss and we have a little bit of variability, that might be okay. But if we're just striving to meet the limits, we're just trying to do the minimum and that's not gonna cut it. There's also a video I'll link to that has a study from back in the 80s where Ford did a comparison of their counterpart supplier for the same component and the one that had less variability around the target also performed better long-term in terms of reliability and less returns and complaints. So it performed better and it lasted longer. And so that's uh, some evidence that there's some truth to this idea. So I hope you found that interesting. If you have more questions about Taguchi loss function, please reach out. Thanks. LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com has a list of glossary items about popular process improvement terms along with a history of Lean and Six Sigma methods and key influencers like Dr. Edward Stemming, Henry Ford, Taichi Ono, Shigeo Shingo, and many more. You can also learn how to access affordable Lean and Six Sigma training and certification. Visit LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com.